The scripture for this morning is a well-known scripture, Psalm 23. I'll be reading from the New Revised Standard Version. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for His namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. Psalm 23 is one of the most well-known scriptures in the Bible. Many people are familiar with it. They've heard it at a funeral or they've seen it in the back of a bulletin. Some people learned it in Sunday school or in vacation Bible school. Many people have memorized Psalm 23. It's one of those Psalms that, you know, it applies to so many situations in life and it can be read and interpreted in so many different ways. Growing up, I learned this Psalm in both Spanish and English and memorized it. And it is still one of the go-to scriptures for me whenever I'm going through difficult times. It is almost like the Swiss army knife of scriptures, if you think about it. Today, I want to walk us through this Psalm and see how it speaks to us during this situation of the pandemic and everything that we are experiencing. The scripture begins with, the Lord is our shepherd, the Lord, the great I am, the healer, the master, the teacher, the one who gave his life on the cross to forgive our sins, the one who was raised from the dead to offer us eternal life. That, that is our shepherd. That is the one that is leading us. It is so comforting to know that Jesus is our shepherd, that we are his and he is ours. It is, this scripture is a reminder that that Jesus wasn't just a hired hand that was washing over the sheep, that he wasn't just somebody who was taking care of somebody else's sheep, but that he is actually the one who owns the fold. He is the one who is willing to lay his life down for you and for me. And this reminder is so important because then it makes us feel like he really cares and loves us in an incredible way. A shepherd, as we know, was one who was responsible for the safety of the sheep, but also for them to be able to get to where they were going and to be able to have food and water along the way. The shepherd had a big responsibility. He had to make sure and ensure that each one of those sheep made it. They had to make sure that they were safe and that they were well fed. Because the Lord is our shepherd, we do not want for anything. To be in want is to be in need. And basically, the sheep had many needs, but the shepherd took care of all of those. Think about it. The sheep never had to wonder where they were going to have water or, or graze. They didn't have to worry about where they were headed. That was all the shepherd. The shepherd was the one that led them. The shepherd was the one that knew the spots where they would graze. The shepherd knew the destination. The sheep didn't know. They just let the shepherd lead them there. The next verse tells us, He makes me lie down in green pastures. 
Now, green pastures represented a wonderful place for them to have a meal, but it was more than that. It was a safe place. It was a place where they could be at peace. You know, sheep won't lay down if there's any danger nearby, but they will lay down when they feel safe. And we can feel at peace and safe when the shepherd is with us. He has greener pastures for us up ahead. He wants to lead us there, and He wants to take us there now. During this pandemic, I have to admit to you, though, that there has been some restless nights, some nights in which it has been hard to just settle down and fall asleep as I've worried about things that are going on, nights in which I wonder when this will all end, nights in which I wonder when we'll be able to gather together and worship again at the church, Nights in which I just wonder when we will be able to experience some normalcy in life. And those nights, and at those times, this scripture reminds me that I can be at peace, that the Good Shepherd is still got greener pastures ahead for me, and that I just need to let Him lead me there, and that one day I will be there with Him. I can lie down in His arms, I can trust His protection, I can believe in His plan even when I don't have all the answers, and that's comforting to me. Scripture goes on to tell us that He leads us besides still waters. Still waters were a safe place for the sheep to drink. You see, if the sheep came up to a rushing river, there was always the risk of them falling in and being swept down the river. And of course, this was very dangerous for them and for the shepherd who would have to run after them to try to save them. But they needed to drink, but they needed a safe place. The shepherd knew where it was safe. He knew where it was safe for the sheep to refresh themselves and to have some drink in a peaceful setting. And he also knew where it was dangerous for them. I want you to know that God knows how agitated our waters have been during some of this time of quarantine. Sometimes we have jumped into this fray of rushing water and have been swept away with all the news, the numbers, the predictions, and the fears that have grabbed so many. The Good Shepherd wants to lead us beside still waters. He wants us to be at peace, to be refreshed in our spirit by His presence, and to be able to experience that peace that passes all understanding. We are told that when we allow this refreshment to happen in us, it restores our soul. So the scripture is not just talking about bodily needs. You see, God also cares about your spiritual well-being during this difficult time. He also cares about how it is with your soul right now. And I hope it is well with your soul. The Lord is the Good Shepherd does not want us to lose our peace during this pandemic. The scripture also tells us that he wants to lead us in right paths for his name's sake. This verse suggests that there are wrong paths and there are right paths, paths that lead to good things and paths that don't lead to good things. And it is only the good shepherd that knows where each path will lead. You see, when we get to a fork in the road, we can only see the fork. But the Good Shepherd knows what lies ahead down each path. 
we need to learn to listen to the Good Shepherd. But so many times we think we know better and we start going down the wrong path. I have had to catch myself several times during this pandemic as I have felt myself begin to worry or obsess over things that are totally out of my control. And as I begin to head down those paths, the Good Shepherd not only intervened to stop me, but He redirected me to the right path. He redirected my thoughts. He redirected my thinking. He brought a scripture to mind that reminded me that He is still in control. What paths have you been heading down that were not the right ones? Have you let the Good Shepherd re redirect you when that happened? Have you tried to remember His scripture and all the things that He has promised you? Because I tell you, when you start going down those paths that lead to bad places, it is so important for you to listen to the Good Shepherd as He brings you back. I read somewhere that it doesn't matter how far off the path you have gotten. If you listen to the Good Shepherd, He will make a way for you to go from where you are to where you need to be. Listen to Him and He will redirect your walk. The next verse tells us, Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I shall fear no evil, for your rod and your staff, they comfort me. In some versions, uh, it appears differently at the end of that verse where it says darkest valley. But I think darkest valley is a great translation because it is an indication that when we go through the most difficult of places, the darkest of times, we should not be afraid. Our comfort in those times does not come from our ability or from our resources, from our confidence in ourselves that we're going to make it through it. It doesn't even come from our ingenuity or the things we know. It comes only from the relationship that we have with the Good Shepherd that is walking through those darkest places with us. The Good Shepherd, holding rod and staff in His hand, walks through those darkest places with us. A good example of this is that we don't fear death because the Good Shepherd has promised us eternal life. We don't fear evil because we know He stands with us to protect us, to defend us, to fight for us, to help us. Whenever I think about this virus and its potential to take away life, I need the reminder that in Jesus Christ there is always eternal life. I need the reminder that in Him there's always hope. There's always greener pastures. No virus can take that away. The rod and the staff were used in conjunction by the shepherd to both lead the sheep and to fight off any potential enemy that would try to devour the sheep. Our shepherd is not just there to lead us. He is there to fight for us. He is there to stand against those who stand against us. He is there to stand in the gap between us and that that comes against us. The comfort that comes from the Good Shepherd is similar to the comfort that a child experiences when they hold on to the hand of the Father as they go through a dark room. Whenever you have a good father, and I know not everybody did not have a good father, 
That fatherly presence makes you feel safe, even as you walk through a dark room. The Good Shepherd helps us feel safe. He helps us to know that He is right there in the middle of the darkness to lead the way and to help us make it through it. When we see the staff and the rod in His hands, it brings us comfort because we know that He will fight for us. And I want you to know that the Lord is fighting for you right now, that He is watching out for you, that He is there to step in for you, that He is there to save your life. The next verse tells us that He prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. When we think of enemies, the last thing that we think about is sitting down at a meal before them. This image just presents to us the thought that we are so unconcerned about the enemy that we can actually sit at peace and enjoy that meal, knowing that the Good Shepherd has set it up for us. Many of us have prepared countless meals during this quarantine at home, haven't we? We have sat down at the table in the presence of this invisible enemy, and yet we have been able to be at peace, knowing that the Lord is with us. We have done that not in fear, but in hope. Not in fear, but in trust. Not in fear, but in confidence that the Lord, our shepherd, is still with us. The next verse tells us that He anoints our head with oil. This verse reminds us of the Old Testament scriptures where kings and prophets were anointed with oil as an indication that God had chosen them and He had anointed them for something special, that God had a plan for them and that He was making them part of His people. When we think about this, we think about the fact that God has chosen us, you and I, to be part of His fold. You and I have been made sheep of His fold, and He is taking care of us. Whenever you feel down or depressed, whenever you feel lonely, I want you to think about the fact that God has anointed you with oil and made you part of His people. Our cup overflows. The Lord is so merciful and gracious that He pours out His presence and blessing until it overflows. One reason for this is because the blessing is not just for us, but it is to be given to us so that we can be a blessing to others and a blessing to the world. God pours into us until it overflows and others receive it and others experience it. During this time of need and shelter at home, I have seen so many signs of God's mercy and grace overflowing from one person to another, from people doing grocery runs for their elderly neighbor, neighbors that can't get out, or from people doing food drives like churches and other organizations as they gather food for needy families, to total strangers making masks and protective gear for healthcare workers. In all of these things, we have seen an outpouring of the best of us. And where does that giving come from? It comes 
from the goodness that flows from the Good Shepherd into our very lives. In the closing verses of Psalm 23, we are told that surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. The Good Shepherd does not leave us. He doesn't stop blessing us. He doesn't stop being there for us every single day of our lives. He's always there. Another psalm says His mercies are even new every single day. He has surely promised to be with us until the end. And then from there, He has promised to give us eternal life. And He tells us that we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. At this time in which we can't go to church, we need to make our homes God's dwelling place. We need to have His presence fill our homes and remind us of every word of Psalm 23. We need to have Him dwell with us as we dwell with Him, proclaiming Him as our Lord, our Shepherd, our Savior, and our friend. What made the temple special was not the building. It wasn't the materials. It wasn't the construction or the craftsmanship. It was that the presence of God filled that place. And the people knew that God was there. So let us have our homes filled with His presence. Let God make your home holy ground by His visitation through His Holy Spirit. We need to invite Jesus to be our Good Shepherd not just in these trying times, but every day of our lives. You see, He doesn't want to just lead you right now. He wants to lead you after you get out from this quarantine. He wants to be with you for the duration of your life. He wants to lead you to still waters. He wants to have His rod and His staff defend you and guide you. He wants to be with you in times of darkness and trouble. And He wants to anoint your head with oil, signifying that you are His and He is yours. He wants to pour out His mercy and goodness in you so that it overflows to neighbors and friends and even total strangers. He wants to bless you so that you can be a blessing to the nations. Psalm 23 is not just a scripture that we are to read at funerals. It is a psalm that is applicable to all situations we might face in life. No matter what you're going through, where you are, or what you are facing, you need a good shepherd to lead, guide, and protect you. The reality is we all need him. We all need the good shepherd. So I want to challenge you this week to read Psalm 23 every single day. Let it be part of your morning or evening meditation. Read it as you take your daily walks or maybe as you have your morning coffee. Let it remind you that you're not alone in this. Let this scripture become a part of you. For let me tell you, you've never been alone. The Good Shepherd has been with you throughout this time. He will be with you for the duration. And He has promised to never leave you. It is great to know that the Good Shepherd does not slumber nor sleep. He doesn't take breaks. He watches over us 24-7.
He never abandons the sheep. And He continues to remind us of His promises that He will give us eternal life. I pray this psalm has been a blessing to you as it has been to me during these trying times. God bless you and keep you safe until we meet again.